All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. Girls, how we doing today? Back with your ladies. <laughs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> I miss that accent of yours. Actually, both of you guys' accents. How are y'all? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And we got a lot of interesting conversations to get into. The world potentially coming to an end. Moving on from exes and influencers making mm-hmm. triple their salaries off of a social media post alone. Like always, we're going to get deep into all these topics, but the one thing I'm excited to talk about is social media, because these days, let's face it, it's at the heart of everything we do. The way we get our news, connect with each other, how we get our entertainment. While I like to think the three of us know a bit about the topic because we spend a lot of time on social media, we also thought it'd be fun to get actual social media experts and content creators on the podcast. Today on the cast, I'm calling it a cast from now on, not a podcast. We have from Betches Media Company, Kay Brown and Chris Burns. If you guys are not familiar with Betches, it is a huge digital media company popular on Instagram that covers pretty much every millennial topic of interest that you can possibly think of, from entertainment to even weddings. All of it is hilarious, relatable, original content. I am so excited to talk to them and get into these headlines. But before we do, I have to ask, what the heck is going on with both of you? I have to admit, I watched Emily in Paris and... I kind of liked it. I kind of was into it. I finished it. So what did you really think about them ragging on the pizza chain in Chicago? Now that you've seen the whole season. You were giving us a hard time last week. I was. That was Mm -hmm. quick, though. I mean, it was at the beginning. I get it. I I feel like, Hannah, um, I feel like you kind of proved me wrong a little bit. So I do get it. Especially if I open up my own pizza place, I, I don't know. I was want about to say to it. Yeah, but I thought, and you know, the show, I thought the show, I mean, it was very corny, but uh, you know, whatever. It was an easy watch. Uh, I'll probably. Okay, watch but the real two. question is did you watch it all alone or were you watching it with a girl? I, um, <laughs> I <laughs> actually I watched watching? it alone, which makes it worse. <laughs> Why but are I you? What am I doing these days? What am I doing sitting at my house watching Remember when you were giving us such a hard time about Emily in Paris? Remember that? Like, I would never watch that. And now you just binge watch it the whole weekend by yourself. Because I I had nothing else to watch. Maybe we're having a good influence on you. You guys, we can't spend another week talking about Emily in Paris. So let's get started on new headlines this week. First headline is about the reigning queen herself of social media, Kim Kardashian. Whether Kim Kardashian's posting about what she ate for breakfast or how she walks her dog, I'm all about it. Always keeping up with her. No pun intended. Kim Kardashian says that she makes more money on Instagram than one season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I definitely could predict that. But she goes more into depth about it on season three of Netflix, My Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman, stating, realistically, we can post something on social media and make more money than we do an entire season. That is mind-blowing to me, just how much money they make for one. And I mean, it is starting to make more sense now why they aren't continuing the season. Yeah, but is it mind-blowing because... And I hate to call you out or all say. of us out, but we are part of that. Like you do it, right? It's kind of crazy to see the numbers, to be honest with you, rolling into, I don't know, your account when we're usually probably 
um, used to corporate America working nine to five jobs. And then the numbers that we see with a post and whatnot, it's pretty shocking for myself. So I can only imagine with her having as many followers as she does, like what she gets paid for a post. So it's no, it's not that shocking to me that she makes more money on social media. But her kind of coming out with that statement, I mean, we all kind of like expected, but her actually saying, you know, that she makes more money just within one post kind of makes me think is being an influencer, the new celebrity. I, I don't know if it's really a celebrity is it's more, it's a business and it's almost like a new just business platform that you can make a ton of yes, money but on. No, it's, what do you mean? To be honest with you, just like last week, we were talking about Nathan, right? He was skating on a skateboard and yeah. he became like an internet sensation. Not, I wouldn't say he's a celebrity, but I just feel like social media is definitely the new platform for short form like entertainment and people come out of nowhere. I feel like I found out of so many fun people on Instagram um, in quarantine just because of social media alone. They could have TV shows and I knew nothing about them until social but media. But I you know also I think that like, I mean, these TikTok stars, to me, I see them as yeah. like they are truly famous. I mean, when you're talking, you know, millions and millions like of followers yeah. on TikTok, I mean, that's a celebrity to me. I mean, like it's crazy. Like you can go on like how many people follow a TikToker versus like a really well-known actor that's like been in the game for years and all these like, Academy Award movies. And it's just, it's crazy. Just the popularity that like a TikTok star will have. Well, and I'm completely supporting well, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. And the celebrity has changed, right? Because, you know, whatever it was, if it was, let's call it 15 years ago to get George Clooney or to get, you know, these Denzel Washington to do an interview, they were so few and far between because that was like, Right. The attractiveness of the celebrity, you only saw them on the big screen. And then when they did an interview, it was a big Exclusive. deal. Now it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's just thrown at us nonstop. So I don't know. I guess it's like defining what a celebrity is, but I mean, it's definitely changing the game. I think being a influencer is more pressure because I came from a field of, you know, I modeled since I was 16 years old. And like, that is a form of being an influencer, but you don't necessarily have a voice. You're behind the camera. So for me, I could just go behind the camera, work and be private about it. Influencing, if you get hired for a job, it's like you have to model and then you have to be posting on your social media. And like, yes, that's fun. And like, I enjoy it 90% of the time, but there's also a sense of pressure because a lot of people are going to like, Lots of people are going to see it. Everyone's going to have a comment on it. You have to like present something that's interesting. It's just like knowing that like, it's like Big Brother. It's just like knowing that like someone's always has to be watching you. To me, like that adds pressure. I don't think a lot of people realize. I agree. I don't think a lot of people realize how much work goes into it. Um, Just because big companies now are paying you to advertise their products. And I will say I was never in the social media game before um, even going on The Bachelor. I mean, I was in the medical field, okay? And once I started dabbling into this, um, I started seeing like how lucrative it could be. And to be honest with you, girl, I got student loans to pay, okay? So you're going to tell me 
that, uh, no, you should be doing the medical field when honestly, I could probably do a couple of social media posts and pay off my entire student loans that I thought I was going to have for 20 years in, the, in a year. I'm pretty sure everybody would start doing it. So I like there was like this one point in time where a lot of people made fun of influencers, like, oh, whatever, you're just taking pictures. But like, no, it's an actual business. You can make a good living off of it. And yeah, I guess I'm, that's why I'm not surprised that Kim makes so much. She has 190 million followers. 190 million. And that's her brand. She's so many eyes on her. She's it's just making like, money. Oh, she's making a killing. Money, but it's not, honey. It's not like she <laughs> can just take a photo and slap it on the internet. It has to fit the brand or fit like her brand. Right. Like there's so much more work that goes into being an influencer than what people think. You can't just like slap on a photo or like slap on an Instagram story. I think about it Absolutely. 20 hours out of, tw- I think about my social media and like my business 20 hours out out of 24 hours a day. No joke. I'm always thinking about it. You know, and in a sense, that's a way to like protect myself as well, especially when you're sharing so much Mm -hmm. of your life. We all slip up at times. There's all times where... I know I do. (laughs) Miss beat, you know, like we miss word something or, you know, it's just a lot of... And plus we live in such a canceled society. If you do one thing wrong, you're done. Uh, you know, yeah, and, you're, done. you're done. And it go, sucks because you have to be on guard all the time. It go, But going back like to the celebrity part of it, do you ever, because I know Tasha, like you're a big Britney fan, which I don't know if you saw her last post, but it's pretty fucking crazy. But, uh, <laughs> Honey, I got like, you know, but you, for whenever she posts. Do you ever like look it. at it? Do you ever look at it like, like you could go to Starbucks and, Britney Spears could be at Starbucks as well. And the same amount of people know who you are. Does that ever get in your guys' head? I feel like um, but with social media, the thing is, the difference between like a celebrity and that is you have to show your day-to-day life. Like people love to see you slip up. People love to see you, um, see what you eat in a day, see what you where, like where you shop and do all that kind of stuff. And I guess that gives them more of like a glimpse of making you more relatable. And I think that's why... Or just also intrigued by everybody on social media. Yeah, and that is the that is the shit that I do find interesting. And I think that's why like Betches, for example, they are they mm-hmm. give you real content and it's and it is, it's relatable. You're like, I and that's why they probably blew up as fast as they did, because people look at their content and they're like, Oh, yeah. I You're feel able that. to connect with it. That- well, that's because they post things that everyone's thinking, but everyone's too scared to say. Like, I feel exposed half the time I look at their memes. Like, I'm like, okay, so who's watching me? And why are you in my mind? Like, I literally am exposed. Like, half of these things that they say, <laughs> they're talking to me. They're talking about me. So you, I hope you guys enjoy all the content because it's about me. Do you ever <laughs> say anything? Do either of you guys ever say anything on social media where you're like, this is how I feel. I know I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to go out there and just say what I want to say. Or are you more reserved? Are you too worried? I'm I'm definitely more <sighs> reserved. And what I was talking about earlier by like messing up, you know, you mm-hmm. see like horror stories of like people slipping up and saying something. And it really offends someone, you know, like that's where I get kind of worried. Yeah. I, I try to mm-hmm. monitor it. Tasha, what about you? To be honest with you, I feel like, um, yeah, social media kind of gets to me. And sometimes I am a little way more reserved than I usually am in real life. So I yeah. feel yeah. like maybe I should just be a little bit more open and honest and just show you guys who I really am. Cause I promise you as much as I think it might be the end of the world with like dancing as wild as I do and being my crazy spontaneous self, maybe it won't be. 
Well, I don't know. The end of the world could be coming sooner than we think. If you guys don't know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is, he's an astrophysicist. Look him up. Google him. He said that there could be, sorry, there could, I, I can't speak today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I need to see an astrophysicist. <laughs> you got it. There you go. He said an asteroid could be hitting the White House the day before the election. Now, if any year is the year, it's 2020. NASA's come out and said it, it wouldn't destroy the world. But it got me thinking, right? Like, because think about like Yellowstone. If Yellowstone went, it would wipe out the globe or the country, whatever it is. Do you guys ever think like, what if the world ended? Boom. Because it could. It's a precious, it's the precious earth. What if it ended tomorrow? I don't like scary movies and I don't like talking about scary <sighs> stuff. Well, it's October, baby. So we're doing it. Anna, it's 2020. We are officially in level 10 of Jumanji. If you're still <laughs> yeah. not okay with having scary shit happen, then I don't know what to I say. Mean, I mean, our world's pretty Honestly. scary. Our world's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, all right. How Honestly. about this? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out a hypothetical. Yeah. And now we will be the only okay, ones. Please. We're the only ones privy to this information. The world's ending November 2nd. It's whatever it is, October 20th. We have like basically two weeks. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Eating everything in sight. Okay. That's it? What are you eating? I would eat pizza every single day. I would eat pizza, pasta, everything in sight. Like, I would not care. I would just devour. It would be like my last supper for every meal. What about family and friends? You're not going to get together with people? Would you people? be in Tennessee or where would you be? Um, I, I mean, yeah. I feel like I've seen my family enough the past month. I think I'd just like stay put in LA <laughs> and enjoy the beach. <laughs> I'd just be chilling on the beach eating. I mean, I see my friends, but I don't Let's know. Let's hope your mom and daddy ain't listening, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen them enough. I'll probably just FaceTime them. <laughs> All right. So if the world was going to end, and I knew You would be watching it, Emily yeah, in Paris you be, by Joe? yourself. Um, <laughs> eating pizza. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with New York City in the 70s and the parties and the wild times oh. in Studio 54? I'd probably have a few of those nights where things got a little out of control. Mm. Um, you you want a party, okay. right? That's I didn't a, even think a party mm. to get a little freaky before the end of the world. And people listening, that's a pop culture uh, reference, Studio 54. Check out that movie. Or like Almost <laughs> Famous, I'm a Golden God, I jump into the pool. I have a few of those nights. But for the most part, I think I would want to be with just people that I love and just kind of hanging out and cooking and drinking good wine and enjoying life. So you kind of go from being That's like the sweet, great Gatsby, Joe. like having these wild parties and then like, oh, just being with, you know, the people I love the most. Yes. <laughs> just a little Martha Stewart. <laughs> for, for my for my 10 day hangover, I'm going to hang out with all the people that I love. I would kick it off with a huge party that lasted about five days. I'd spend all my money, all my friends money. And then um, then I would be with people I love. Oh, yeah, that's true. You need to spend all your money. That's yeah, cute. That's, that's cute. I mean, yeah. what do you need money for at that point? I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. And Hannah, you're talking about you just want to eat pizza. Think about it. You could go get a you could spend all your money, all your friends money. What are you going to do? Get yeah. a you go get a you guys can rent a plane, fly, you know, wherever. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could. <laughs> I don't know about that yeah. kind of money. 
You, you could. That's what I would do. I would literally travel my last few weeks here. How many, how many weeks is that? Like two weeks? You got two weeks. Would, That's I what you're doing? Travel. Where? I would go to Disney World. I would spend a lot of time probably in Italy. And I would eat a bunch of pasta. Because I just feel like that's just what I want. I would ride my bike. I don't know. You guys, I'm, I'm very simple. All I'd want to do is immerse myself in Europe. Just meet new people, learn how to make really good freaking pasta, especially cacio e pepe, which is my favorite dish of all freaking time. Oh, what's in that? Which I'm planning on making this week, actually. Pecorino really, really and black pepper. pasta. Pe- pecorino and black exactly. pepper. Exactly. Pecorino. Pepper. Literally. My favorite pasta of all time. And I would just die happy just drinking a glass of wine, just watching the sun go down and deuce. Bye. Okay. Is that okay. sad? No, I don't think it's sad. No, I actually, I appreciate that. I, I think that's nice. I think that's, that's relaxing and you're doing what you would love to do. That makes me happy. But it depends on how the world would exactly be ending. So this is asteroid coming the world or something. Okay, let's let's just say let's say. <laughs> I mean, at, I would want to like take cover of a refrigerator. <laughs> well, let, let's say it was. Yeah, it it's was not that big. The world's gonna blow up, Hannah. Okay. What are you doing? You're eating pizza. That's what you're doing. No, I would at least try to like survive, like build like a <laughs> fort or something. You can't. How are you gonna enjoy yourself the last fourteen days? I want to hear it. What are you doing? I mean. I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to relax just knowing that, like, we're about to explode. Okay. All right. Well, okay. you can come to my party, all right? Because my party is going to be pure insanity. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. You know, I have to say, I think you're a little bit of a freak, you know, behind closed doors, Joe. I, I, mean, I, I guess. I, I mean, that's just the vibe that I'm getting. I'm not, I wouldn't call myself you know a I mean? freak. I would say, um, <laughs> in a good was, way, in a good way. If there was two weeks to live, yeah, I, maybe I would be a little bit of a freak, but you know, we'll see. Well, listen, live your life the way you want to do it. In fact, live it to the fullest, just like Kristen Cavallari is, because right now she's kind of moving on to at her comfortable speed from Jay Cutler. She is now talking to someone new. His name is Jeff Dye, if you haven't heard about it. Um, Jay Cutler is not thrilled about this. They just got divorced not too long ago. Kristen Cavallari has been seen with somebody new. And all I have to say is I'm so proud of her because honestly, there's no such thing in my personal opinion as moving too fast. And that's the real conversation here. What do you guys think? Is there such thing as moving on too fast from an ex? Oh, that's a good question. Because... I know I would be probably a little pissed, right, if it was right after, but I don't think I'm right. Regardless of being pissed, I feel like if you break up, it's over, then you can't tell somebody how quick they can move on. But I also think that... Jay Cutler not being happy, you know, that could just be clickbait. I truly do believe that they were probably separated way beyond them prior to like what the public knew. You know, like we all found out in March that they were divorcing. You know, they probably have been living very separate lives for yeah. months, maybe even years. 
Yeah, absolutely. And this actually went down in my mm -hmm. backyard because it happened in Chicago. So that could have been me because honestly, I walk past <laughs> Uncommon James every day and I look and I'm like, is Kristen there? And she's never there. Um, so why isn't it you? Do not, Joe. Yeah, oh I do. I, I, Joe, live, I literally live right there. I swear on my life. But <laughs> but it's not just, I mean, it's not even just about them. Like, Hannah, do you, how do you feel when you break up with an ex? Can you move on right away or do you feel there needs to be time? No, I can move on right away. Aisha, how about you? <laughs> See? But well, moving on doesn't I mean, mean I moving... I touched on this before, but... Keep going. Oh, moving no, on sorry. doesn't mean what? Moving on doesn't mean you have to move on to someone else. It could just be moving on with your life and internally feeling good about it. Yeah, that's, that's very true. if that true. happens to mean you make out with a guy at a bar, like that's okay. Because yeah. that's what single people do, right? Yeah, they, they make out at bars. I agree. No, to be honest, I, I, I guess I can relate to this in um, the sense of I separated from my ex-husband um, in August and got like divorced in April. And then I was on The Bachelor in September. So people were like, had just heard that I had just gotten divorced and they're like, you just got divorced like three months ago. So like, why you're not ready. And I'm like, actually I've been separated for practically over a year now. And that relationship has been gone for a long time. So just because they just got a divorce or split up does not mean that that relationship was not over long ago. In fact, I think Kristen even said on very cavalier, like a year ago, that their relationship was not going well. And you know what I mean? I don't know. There's yeah. always like a deeper story. She also that. said that she thought about divorce every single day for two years. Well, that, I think that's what you should really be upset about is when the other, the person you're with doesn't want to be with you. And that goes on for too long because then that's how the relationship always gets ugly, no matter what. So it's like, you have to just be honest with who you're with. Otherwise, it's going to get like uncomfortable, awkward. Pe that's how, when people start cheating, in my opinion. No, you're mm. right. But right? also at the same time, like just because you're like mad or unhappy with someone doesn't mean you just like jump to divorce right away. Like my opinion is that you should try to like work it out and do as much as you possibly can yeah. to see if that's see through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean yeah. I don't want to pry too much <laughs> the into your, your life business. Is a long time. I don't want to pry too much Go into ahead. your business, Tasha. But like, it, did you guys try to work it out? Like, how, how long were you married for? Uh, right under, it was like right about two years. And two years. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but we did definitely when things were getting really bad, we were like, okay, um, we need to go see a counselor. Um, actually, that was my doing because I knew I needed to do absolutely everything in order to know that that was like, like the end of the road. Because in my mind, divorce isn't a thing. You know what I mean? Marriage is forever. So I yeah. kicked and screamed and made sure we did, um, you know, marriage counseling. And at that point, you kind of like walk through some things and you try as hard as you can, but you can't force someone to love you. You know what I mean? So if you yeah. do that for a couple of months and it's still not working, you're trying to do everything you can and another person's not. At that point, that's kind of where you're like, okay, well gotta go your own separate way you know it can't yeah. just be one person like trying to save it trying to put the no. effort it has to be two people it has to be two people and i and i think that i think that's important yeah. just for yourself as long as you could tell yourself hey listen i did everything i could in this situation i think that's when you can move on like it's gonna obviously you're gonna 
It's going to hurt. You're going to feel bad. You're going to be in pain, whatever. But when you're comfortable with how much you tried, then that's when you move on, when you could move on, I think. I mean, that's why I was so happy and content to go look for love when I went on The Bachelor because I knew I did everything that was a chapter closed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a very different scenario when there's still like open doors and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah people just, people never know the true story. And that's okay, why well, I, was like, I was ready for it. Let me ask you guys this. What? Do you- Oh God. Do you ever, okay. Do you ever look back at what an ex is doing? Like look at Instagram stories <laughs> or do you ever do that? Do you ever go down that road? <laughs> once it's over, well, once you're Hannah's like, okay. Because Hannah has some insight. Yeah. Do you do that? Like let's say Hannah? the chapter's closed, you moved on. Do you go back and look and find yourself jealous? I mute. <laughs> you I, mute? You do uh, yeah. Mute? I, I mute them on Instagram. Or like guys that I used to talk to turkey people. Yeah, no, I I just mute them. But so it shows on Instagram. I still follow them, but I don't have to see their stuff. And so they're kind of like dead to me on social media. I don't have to see them anymore. I don't have to see their stories or anything. I have a question then. What's the point of even following them? Yeah, because if I unfollow them, then it's petty looking. It shows I care. <laughs> well, but you do kind of care. Or you just care I about just, your mental health and your I just space. Like, don't want to like see their stuff. So I just, I just do the mute. It's really nice. Or I'll just mute like people that annoy me. It's really handy. If, if, if you guys haven't done it before, you guys need to try it. Nice. Do, do you have an ex that you still have feelings for? No, I wish. <laughs> I don't have okay. feelings for anyone. And I Hannah, love, love, I love dating. Truth? Yeah, no, I, don't know. I, I love dating. I love having a boyfriend. I love dating. I just don't have feelings. I'm just not there. I'm just. I agree. I, I feel like I don't even have the capacity to have feelings for anyone at this point in my life. When was the last time you went on a date? Um, Last time I went on a date. Well, quarantine. Okay. Date meaning like they pick you up and then you go <laughs> and then yeah, you, like, you go back to their quit, house. Quit skating around the question. All right. What was um, the last time you went out what of the date? Hell? She, I, she's I, like, I, last I'm night. So no, no, I'm being, I promise you on everything. Ask all my friends. Um, May. Okay. And how'd it go? Hey. Um, <laughs> it was kind of a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster. Really? You guys, well, I know you can't see Hannah right now, but she is blushing so hard yeah, and she's getting a little uncomfortable. All right, well, you know what? This this has turned into an interview on Hannah, but I'm going to have to keep going. What? Why was it a disaster? It was a disaster. You I have just, to like, explain I that. can't find anyone that's keep like interesting. I can't find anyone that's interesting. Like, I feel like I'm an easy person to have a conversation with, but like, I feel like I just like the guys that are really hot that have like no personality. So you're and going for... I'm just oh sitting gosh. there just like talking to myself. So you're going for looks right off the bat. I hear that. All right. Well, Hannah, you know what? I'm going to have to give you a little bit of a break. I can't keep asking about your love life. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe next week I'll make some progress. There you go. I, I, you know what? I have to get out there too. So let's go into the burner next week too. <laughs> yeah. I'm still walking around looking for Kristen Cavallari in Chicago. 
Meanwhile, she's making out with some other dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. Anyways, it's time to bring on our guests. We can talk about social media and Hannah Ann and Joe's love life forever. But we are lucky enough to have Kay Brown and Chris Burns from Betches. They know a lot more about social media than we do. And I cannot wait to pick their brains. So... Without further ado, hello, Betches. Oh my gosh, you guys. My Betches crew is here. How are you guys doing? Um, Welcome so to the excited. show. So I'm excited. I'm so excited. What a <laughs> treat this is today. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Well, I saw you guys come out with this podcast and I was like, oh, this is, we've got to figure out a way to get on this podcast ASAP. Well, it is so nice to meet you finally, Kay. I know, I know. We're finally meeting, like, um, I guess, like, video-wise, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, as good as it gets these days. Well, listen, you guys, we have so much to talk about today, but before we get into it, I have one question, because we were just diving into all of this. We were talking about Kim Kardashian and how um, her claim that she makes so much money on social media, which we were talking about, we can all kind of relate to to some capacity, you guys now included, more than she makes on the entire season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Does this surprise you guys at all? Okay, yes. It does not surprise me because I read read that she gets, like, doesn't do a post for less than a million. And then, do you remember that interview she did where, like, Kanye asked her not to do some social media thing and she was like and i said not that i wouldn't do it and yeah i lost like 15 million dollars from that but that's marriage (gasps) and i was like Mm. it doesn't surprise me that much but i kylie i think probably makes even more see it it didn't surprise me either but Kay, Kay, it didn't surprise you i I don't think you would be on that oh i was i mean i was surprised because like yeah, I guess they make a lot of money on Instagram and stuff, but through for an entire season of keeping up with the Kardashians, like that is what made them who they are. So in my mind, like it feels like it would go that first and then um, social, but uh, but that also explains why that explains why they aren't coming back. She was probably like, "Why are we bothering to do this? I'm making more money, literally selling okay, anything yes. else." Because you have to remember also keeping up with the Kardashians, they divide it by how many of them are there? Like they had to pay literally mm. everybody. And on their social media, that's just them. They get that money like oh, that's true. in an instant. And so, we know in the production world, mean. it takes a long time. Filming takes hours and hours. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you guys obviously know better than you us. You guys but know for <laughs> sure. I bet. I would assume just because well, also like the fights they get in and stuff. Like I'm sure keeping up is like pretty produced to some extent. Yeah. Because, like, how many fist fights can we have between sisters? <laughs> Not enough. Clearly, we can have quite a bit. <laughs> but I will say, for our listeners that are not familiar with Betches or are new to you guys, we are asking them because they are part of a digital platform that reaches so many. And, um, I don't know. So many people are familiar with your guys' platform. You guys talk about literally everything underneath the sun and yeah. you guys have built this empire so quickly. Um, and it's so popular. You guys have like 7 million followers on Betches. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 7 million. Wow. I know. Which is insane. <laughs> what so is I your, like you guys are like the expert in this category. I feel like yeah, what K, are your role? K is like the, the K has been with Betches for like a very long time. I've been freelancing with them for a long time, but I've only been full time for like a year and a half. But K has been the like queen of Betches uh, social, I think, for since the beginning. Yeah, like almost since the beginning, right? Well, I, so I um I started out 
it's like around four years ago I came on, but I was like the seventh, one of the seventh or eighth people in the company. And it only started out with three. So like we were in like a little WeWork and like we started building all of this. And, um, but when I started out, there was only, uh, like we had one of our books, we had just launched our, we just released our second book, which are, they're both New York times bestsellers, which is awesome. And Whoa, then we had, congrats. One, I know. And then we had one podcast at the time, but now we have like seven podcasts and three books and we have all of our, um, media outlets, whether it's like our off campus or let me finish or, um, Betch's moms, Betch's brides, the bachelor, we have all of our satellite accounts as well that have all developed in the past couple of years. Um, which is crazy, but yeah, so I do all of our social, I'm our senior social media manager, um, Instagram stories, all that kind of stuff. And obviously I host the bachelor podcast with Chris. Yeah. And I started, I was like a comedian first. So I was doing comedy stuff. And then a friend of mine asked me to do a show actually where I was going to be playing Kim Kardashian. And I remember um, being there. I was at that show. Yeah. And so Kay was there. And so were the founders of batches. And then after that, they were like, we want to like do a types of girls video. So then that started like over three years ago now. And then like a year and a half ago, I went full time. So I like write, produce and star in some videos and things like that across the board. He's doing it all. Would you consider yourself like a new style comedian with the way social media is? Um, I like that term. Now I do. Um, (laughs) Well, you guys put out funny content. You really do both of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think like in general comedy has just kind of shifted to like, even when I would still do shows back when that was like allowed, I would be like, I could do this for like a couple hundred people or way less than a couple hundred people. Or I could like do something online that's going to be seen by a lot more people. So I think, um, yeah, I think the future is here, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I mean, you also do stuff that's really out of the box. It's not just like, um, you know, here are like the types of girls on The Bachelor. Like, it's way funnier when you do it than when I do it because like you have the costumes. It's something different that people aren't seeing all the time. You know, I, I have to, uh, this is going to drive me crazy, the whole interview. So I got I to gotta go back to it. Kay, at the beginning of Betches, all right? Because yeah. you're the, th- what'd you say, the third employee? I know, I, I was like, I was like the one of the fourth or fifth hired people. Like it started out with three girls. So I was like, um, I think number seven in the company. So yeah. So I, the I, founders like found batches. They were roommates in college. And then. Got it. The got rest it. is. So, do you, did you see it? Did you see the future when you were there? Because I think that's so exciting to be at a company that's at the right. beginning of something brand fucking new. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I mean, yeah. So the way I even like came across it was that I had been a fan since they started, like back in 2011. Like I was reading all of their articles. It was just the three of them doing their, because it started off as Betches Love This. And so they have their Betch list. And so they write these articles. So it's like, Betches love Diet Coke. Betches love talking shit. Betches love sushi. And they'd write all these satirical articles. (laughs) And so I'd be reading those. And um, in 2014, I reached out to the three co-founders on Facebook. And I was like, hey, love your shit. Want to work for you. Didn't hear back. (laughs) And then um, two years later, I reached out to them again on LinkedIn. And I was like, hey, me again, still love your shit, want to work for you. And um, they had come across like it created like a Instagram account, um, sort of like a digital resume. But back in 2016, people weren't doing this. It was like a grid because you know, you can have like 
one picture, but it's like six. Yeah. And it was like a digital right. resume and you could do that. And like, I only followed like media accounts that I wanted to work for. And they saw that they loved the idea. And Aileen, our CEO messaged me back on LinkedIn within like 30 minutes and was like, Hey, come in for an interview. And they hired me in the room the next day. So I was, I was, excited. Wow. I, knew I was a fan and I knew that like, this is something I really liked and I fit with um, their brand and their voice. And so seeing it come uh, to where it is now, I did not know it'd be this big, but I'm really excited to been there from the beginning. And seeing it grow so fast, do you see the future of entertainment and news all being on, on social media, it being like short form content? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think so. I mean, first of all, like, I love following um, like people like you guys who I see, I've seen from a show that I like, and now I can like get in um, to like your minds and your world outside of just The Bachelor or whatever. And I can see what you guys are doing every day, whether it's like fitness or whether right. it's, you know, places you eat. So I like watching that kind of stuff in these short clips where I'm a part of your life, you know? Right, yes. right. Yeah. It's kind of becoming, because we, like we talked about this, um, like influencers kind of becoming famous. Mm-hmm. And oh, what's no. your opinion on that? Like, um, like influencers getting more recognition than like maybe like a, a celebrity. Yeah, a celebrity. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like it's great in a sense that a lot of times so becoming like a celebrity can be so, um, like if you find any celebrity from back in the day, it's like, oh, this was their famous father and then this was their famous grandparent. Like, I feel like it kind of Mm. gives everyone a level playing field to become something um, from anywhere, really. Because there's, like, these famous influencers from all over the world and all over the country. Like, I don't think you need to live, like, in Hollywood to become famous anymore. Um, And and I think influencers are more, um, like, influencers other than, like, celebrities are more um, attainable, uh, like, uh, more of an intimate relationship. Like, you know, you follow Gigi Hadid on Instagram. Yeah, it's like, I don't, like, I'm never going to meet her. Like, I'm never going to be in a situation where I'm with her. But, like, with influencers and stuff, they they're just like, they're just like us, but they're just like everybody else. You know, they're, (laughs) they're, it's more of an intimate relationship instead of having this like million, millions and millions of dollar celebrities out there. Like I could be friends with you guys. Like I have a chance to be on your podcast and not, you know, whoever else. And that's a good comparison. Yeah. To become like Gigi Hadid, like how many times, and Again, Gigi Hadid's mother was famous at the time that she rose to right. her fame. And but famous like, stepfather, too. Exactly. And, like, all this money to do all this thing. But, like, any other model, you know, you get told no, like, 100,000 times. And then eventually, like, probably quit. I mean, that's j- just the truth of anything. Like, 95% of people that are trying to go into show business aren't going to get there through man- finding managers and agents and auditions. But I feel like with social media, kind of society just decides who, who becomes famous. Do you, guys, do you guys get annoyed at watching influencers make money on social media? Because it's, it's always very apparent, like when they're doing ads. And <laughs> yeah. people, people yeah. don't like it. People talk shit. How do you feel about that? Yeah, they do. I, think- I know. I don't get, uh, it depends on the, ad I guess and the person me I'm like I wonder how much they got paid for that is generally what I'm thinking or I'm jealous is 
probably what it yeah. is. Yeah. I don't really get mad about it. I'm like, I do no. the same thing and I actively try to do that. So And I, I also think as long as as long as you're um promoting something that you would actually want to promote, like yes, there's definitely money behind it, but um taking stuff that you genuinely like and you genuinely want to endorse and it's not just because um you're getting the money. I think uh keeping it genuine and um because your your followers are trusting you like we're trusting you to give us this product so if it's not actually working and we're out here spending five hundred dollars on it it's like like i trusted you with that sort of endorsement so i feel like doing stuff that only you would right. actually want to do and that fits in with your lifestyle and your everyday um, routine i think that's the best way to do it to keep your followers um engaged and not annoyed by the stuff that you're putting out there. Yeah. It's interesting because like with more people spending time on social media versus watching TV and like commercials, what do you guys think of the future for people that do ads on Instagram? Is there, is there a future to it or is it something that's just a flash in the pan? I feel like there's, definitely much more of a future to Instagram ads yeah. than like TV ads. Cause even on TV things, you can like pay to skip the ads and things like that, you yeah. know, like get Hulu premium to like not see all of the ads. So I think social media is <laughs> definitely the, the only thing that I keep thinking about, remember when Malika, like Khloe Kardashian's best friend, like used her pregnancy announcement as an ad. Clear blue. I'll <laughs> like never forget that. Oh my gosh. With social media, like this is how people build their brand and their identity. And they could do, if I guess like that worked for what she was going through with life, right? right? So like that is relevant to her life. So how do you guys stay relevant with like what you're posting and what you look at and everything that you're feeding out to everybody? I think we just, yeah, I think we just take in what everybody else is, um, what everybody else is talking about, what's trending right now, like what's going on, like how can we make that into like a fun segment um, on our Instagram account? Um, Like maybe it's like our pop culture roundup and we're trying to work with a brand that wants to incorporate, um, you know, more pop culture and other things like, okay, maybe we add that and their response, like our pop culture roundup is sponsored by you guys. So it's still like the, it's the visibility right. is out there, but it's still content that we'd put out. Yeah. And I also think with um, like, what you asked about the future of it. Um, I think there's, this is where it's going to be. Like it has to be on Instagram because it's a, not in, just on Instagram, but on social in general, because it's better publicity like you have you can have a billboard you can have a commercial on tv but um social media marketing is targeted which is why it's more expensive which is why it's better because it's like i'm not gonna um you know advertise you know lipstick on like joe's instagram account because why like his followers i mean actually you probably have a lot of girl followers they want i do have a lot of girls i I do uh, have a lot of girl followers and i've actually had women's makeup companies reach out to me i swear on my life i like, said like i can't do that i can't do it i'm sorry but Can i get like a those random contacts? example you know uh, i will send you the contact <laughs> yeah i just think that uh being able to target your exact audience is the perfect way to um is the perfect way to spend your money if i was a brand like i would want to work with you guys for specific things and not just be like here's a billboard i hope you see it and buy the product yeah I, yeah. I, I, and yeah. I think, um, 
I agree. I think we're at the beginning. I think we're at the beginning stages of social yeah. media. Like it, it, we are at the beginning, and I feel like we are all on. The, like we're there. We're part of it. Which I mean, who knew that we'd be doing this kind of interview, like these kind of interviews, like over yeah. uh, virtually. We yeah. were Kay and I actually. True. Well, Corona did right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kay and I interviewed um, like the VP of Global Partnerships for Instagram. I think last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? How was that? Oh, wow. It was really? very cool because he he's been with them since it started. So he like worked at Facebook first, and then was mm-hmm. with Instagram since it started. And his job is like getting celebrities to join Instagram and going to. So he like told us about how he went to Jennifer Aniston's house and they like had margaritas and he taught her how to use instagram he also he, like, onboarded the pope yeah which wow. is just oh i want his job i'm so sorry right? but that sounds so fun yes we were like <laughs> and he's like yeah it's a little weird like COVID, obviously like his job is to fly to all these celebrities like he was at the met gala because he like knew so many of the celebrities from onboarding them to instagram so who oh, knows? that's gosh. how jennifer aniston got her start that's mm-hmm. how she did it. Yes. And he was like, and which was iconic in itself. She literally broke the internet. I, yeah. know. But she, I mean, she had the most followers in the least amount of time, right? On Instagram. It was like yeah, 6 was million crazy. overnight or something like that. But I'm sure yeah, you guys know, because I, you guys like, I will pay attention to, um, I use this actually when we talked about it, but uh, like when RuPaul's Drag Race will release like who the cast is, I'll always look before the, the reveal at their Instagram followers and the day after the reveal, it's like hundreds of thousands more overnight just from that. So it's yeah, I'm crazy. sure you guys get like crazy. I bet, I bet like your notifications and stuff are wild once, you know, big things happen on the show or like when yeah. you get off the show or after an episode, I mean, I can't, imagine it's it's I mean, mainly during the season when it's airing yeah, of course on tv yeah. like Hannah, what Hannah, for you guys Kim my, my phone like overheats like it's you. hot like i can't use it because it's going crazy who did <laughs> did hannah ann i remember at the uh after the final rose like kim k was tweeting about you yeah that's crazy yeah she I, did, I died actually i was I in the middle of oh a gosh. podcast and they told me in the middle of it and i was just like what like this doesn't even seem real at all but no it was definitely something that i printed off i'm gonna take with me um to my grave <laughs> one of our one of our Bury me uh, with it best articles that i is it was like the gift that kept on giving. Um, we did an article uh, about you, Hannah Ann, and it was like all of Hannah Ann's most random modeling jobs. And we were just updated because people were sending us, just sending us pictures of you and like random Amazon ads or this or that. And so we yeah. would just like put them in the article. And I mean, it would get so many hits just because people wanted to know where you were doing. It was very, it was also, All those brands must have been loving that. Oh, they were loving it. They <laughs> are, and, and still using my images when they're yeah, not supposed to. Um, no, 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 that's the problem. None of that, none of that coming. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy. It's like they're digging, it's like, it's like the skeletons in my closet, like all those jobs that I don't really want people to know about, like Sonic. Oh my, well, that's, <laughs> I but we love to see it. Still anyone, the tea about Hannah Ann. If anyone dove into my past from even like six years ago, I would be like, I never want that to see the light of day again. So, okay, you got it. You got to explain that a little. More. Oh, no, I've Did just done like enough. I was trying to be a comedian in New York for like eight years before Betches even like came to me. So there's plenty Stand of videos up. I 
yeah, like stand up and sketch and all of that stuff. So you know, we've all like so done our bring own the thing. funny. Exactly. Yeah, he brings the funny. And I, I think you could tell, like you could tell by just watching you guys on social media that you have a comedic background. Oh, and thank you. Uh, do you like? I do you, agree. I, do you love creating content? Like, do you love it as a I do. I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. I've all, but this has like always been who I was. And I don't think I realized it um, up until like I started working at Betches. Uh, but like, I was like coding my own like MySpace layouts at like 15. Like, I don't. And that's yeah. a talent. Like, <laughs> that is so it's, fascinating it's to me. Because you can tell that this mm-hmm. is like, yeah. If you you can, can tell us it's totally your space. Like, if you saw what Kay can do on InstaStory, like my background is more the writing and performing and then the technology part I'm like lost with. But Kay has literally taught me things you can do on InstaStory that I never imagined in a thousand years. <laughs> like it's we, well, when we, when we had interns like still in the office at the end of the internship, Kay would teach like a two hour Instagram class to the interns on like how to Shut change up. your stories. And it's insane. No way. I mean, we're going to have a little segment. Then you have to teach us how to do something with our Insta stories that none of us know. Fun. I love that. Love that. What's your favorite thing to do on Instagram story? Um, I just like, does, um, God, what's my favorite like, thing to do on Instagram? Sorry. Or, I don't know. Cause, Cause I know people that, that are Make tuning fun of in. Myself. Everyone has an Instagram. Like what's one thing that for yes. our listeners, that's like the key to like engagement. On social media? Um, I think the key to engagement on social media is finding the most shareable, like relatable content, putting stuff out there that everybody can get into not just like, um, you know, posting a selfie on your story, but like maybe posting a selfie and like putting a tweet over it that kind of goes along with it. You know, it's something that uh, people want to send to someone else. I think that's the most like, I think engaging the thing, thing. The thing that Kay taught so me. So you're telling me this selfie to just put on my story I should delete? No. Oh my gosh. Please, we want to see <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hire you as my coach. I haven't put up yet. <laughs> um, like the copy and paste feature that changed oh, yeah. my whole Instagram game. You can literally copy and paste anything on your, I'm going to, I'm going to show you. So, copy and paste. Yeah. Co- show them lesson. like, show them like a copy and paste okay. PNG of like Ariana Grande or something. There's a okay. lot of her. So I'm just going to like take a picture of something. And so I just took a random picture. If you press the little pen tool and then I'll just like pick a random color or whatever. Let's do pink. If you press and hold, like you can fill the screen and then um, say, I want to let me find like a good, I'll just, uh, so because I can't find that right now, I don't have it on my phone, but you can like, this is great for, so for all of you go follow K York city because she probably has all of this on her story, like day to day, you guys all the time. All the tips and tricks. So let's has. see, um, Kim Kardashian. So I'll go to like Giphy or something. And if you like click on, um, well, you can do that on, I'm trying to find like, see if I have a PNG like recently in my, um, uh, just like Google Kim Kardashian PNG. There's like a thousand. Yeah, you're before. right. You're right. You're right. If you Google a Kim Kardashian PNG, a PNG is, uh, essentially just an image on without a background and uh you can like find that i can pull it up on google and let's see if this is one yes so i can save this to my phone i'll like press and hold and i'll download the image it'll go to my pictures or whatever but if i click on here in my photo album and i click (gasps) copy and then i bring it back to um my instagram account 
it should pop up at the bottom and then like and then I can put like here and then I can write over top of it and then it looks like a graphic that I did in you know photoshop but i just did it on my phone and you can do like as many as you okay. want on the same thing so, so you like, can do like finish. all the kardashians like uh, or whatever you Look want it. to do see Multiple. you guys this is why this we is have social we have to share this like, is why we have cool. social like, media breaking news whatever and it looks cool but it's the <gasps> easiest thing it took me two seconds this is why we have social media <laughs> experts on the show if you are listening this is why <laughs> i so you what? guys you i gotta what? ask you guys though you have a, a podcast the bachelor Yes. How much do you guys love The Bachelor? How much we are you love it. it? I mean, we wouldn't <laughs> be doing the podcast if we didn't if we didn't love it. I know exactly. people. We get sort of Chris and I both get our like. You guys are talking shit about people. It's like no, we're not talking shit about anybody. We're just like calling out the funny <laughs> moments. Um, you know, it's also that like, we sometimes see. we have to say like it, if we're not funny, nobody's going to be listening to it. Um, and also during the yeah. greatest of all time, it was like, how much of this can we possibly watch? So I think that was the, uh, the thing. But new season, I hate it like, <laughs> when there's a new season, it's like different, different ball game. It's so. Yeah, it's I, I mean, I love watching the show. Chris and I literally would not be here if we didn't like watching the show. We love meeting all of you guys. And um, I mean, we end up being friends and like talking and actually having like relationships outside of just so let's crazy. work together, come to this event. We want to put you on this. Like we yeah. actually develop friendships, which is really fun, but we love the show. We just also love like talking about the stuff that everybody else is talking about too. And like calling out the really funny parts and um, you know, it's not always like rainbows and butterflies and happy endings. It's sometimes it's like really embarrassing moments and we want to talk about them and laugh about them, but we, it's never in a way that you would want anybody to feel bad about themselves unless like, obviously you say some horrible stuff, you know? I mean, you, you guys are, I mean, you guys are telling jokes. Yeah. Uh, do you pen jokes, that's all it is. It's jokes. I, uh, people, people, in my opinion, are a little too sensitive these days. <laughs> do you yeah. guys, uh, pen and notebook it while you're watching are you taking notes um so we live tweet it and then usually when we record we'll i'll go through like the twitter feed from the night before that's like my notebook because i'm like i can't be live tweeting watching and taking notes at the same time like i need like a like (laughs) gamer in his parents basement i need like a second five screen like five screen computer like this but i do i do take notes because as you guys definitely know the people who watch the show are like die hard. Like the people who watch it, the fans are like fans, like you've never seen. And so if I get a name wrong, right. if I say somebody did something and they actually, or like it was somebody else, like we're going to get called out for it. So we definitely have to make sure we have the facts on like what happened in that exact moment. Yeah. Um, whether it's their names or like what color dress it's like they were literally wearing. the last initial. If we would talk about Hannah Brown and we wouldn't say Hannah B, people would be like, which Hannah were you talking about in the messages? And I'm like, <laughs> obviously the one that did the thing that Hannah Brown did. The um, thing that we're talking about. <laughs> right. Okay, wait. So you guys are stoked about this season so far. How well, do you like it so far? I mean, I, I love it. Okay. I'm living cool. and Kay's on We're just West getting Coast started. I feel like it's now. just warming up. I know. Well, Kay's on West <gasps> That's Coast right, Kay. Now. You're in LA now, not. I love that. Yeah, not why? Not to jump into this. Con- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why did you leave New York? Because you're um, like K City, York on. Uh, K York City. Uh, K York City, right? Yeah. yeah. K York City. I am. And that's the. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's uh, that's sort of like my only personality trait at this point. But um, (laughs) I just I wanted like a change. And I figured, you know, we're in um, the middle of uh, a pandemic and we don't know when we're going back to the office. And I've been in New York for eight years. I was like, why don't I go out to um, a place where I can have space and make this change and not have to face the repercussions of like not being able to move because we have to be in the office every day. And also like having access to like people out here, like you guys, I know, I know Joe, you're in Chicago, Chicago. but like, you know, a lot of bachelor people are out Mm -hmm. here and like, that's like one of our main content um, points. And like, we want to, I want to be able to do stuff with you guys and like have fun, like segments that are in person, not just, um, like this, like we could do a whole thing. I have a whole series I want to do. It's called Six Feet Apart. And um, we could do like days in the life with like you guys and we could be like masked up and like Hannah or Tasha or whatever. We can like go out and like, you can just show me what you do every day and it can be, we can make it very funny and that, I want to do that kind of stuff. And I think this is the perfect place to do it. That's so creative. Has the pandemic been helpful or hurtful with the creative process? Um, yeah, yeah. It's been pivoted a, lot. a journey. Yes. I'll say it's been a journey, especially like making videos. I'm like not used to having to set up the lighting and do all of that myself. And then like get into mm-hmm. drag and the change. And also I'm staying at my parents right now. So it's like <laughs> been quite the adjustment to have like my retired parents home while I'm like changing dresses. So it's been like, <laughs> some good family um, bonding time I never thought I would. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. It's definitely been a pivot for us uh, just getting, figuring out how we're going to put things out and like different things. So instead of doing like, here are the five places you should go this summer. It's like, here are five like pajamas that are super comfy that you can also work from home in, you know, right. like really adjusting the type of content that we're doing to what our mm-hmm. audience's current life is and um also back to the bachelor but i'm really excited about this season and i think everybody's watching because um we've had like we were like it was like a drug and then they like fully withdrawed us and we're like but we're supposed to have in in may and then it never happened and so everybody's been going crazy i i honestly can't say one person that did not watch the premiere of the back like we were ready it was and i think the challenge now is i love it and i used to like be on a text obviously throughout the whole episode but now I'm seeing it before her so it's like she texted me and was like okay how was it like 10 minutes I'm like honestly so good I'm so excited for the rest um FOMO how do you guys do that? that because like when I was on, I remember like with East Coast people watching it first because like Nicole would watch it first and um I would be like my, my Instagram or like my um, Twitter would be blowing up. And I'm like, did I do anything stupid? Just please tell me what I have to prepare myself for. And so she'd be like, I wouldn't watch the 10, like the first 10 minutes. Do you <laughs> guys not like, see You it should run out of the room at minute 23. No, no. they don't. No. Oh no. my God. I didn't know that. That's We watch it the terrible. first time live. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Besides, besides Bachelor, you guys cover pop culture in general. Mm-hmm. When did your love for pop mm-hmm. culture start? Because we talk about that a lot on this podcast. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Chris. You go first. Uh, well, I grew up in Albany, like in the closet until I was 20. So I feel like pop culture kind of just was always the, um, the escape for me. Um, so uh, I don't remember a time that I like wasn't interested in that. Um 
yeah, I guess literally my entire life, I would say. And then when I started working, so I always watched reality TV and was like very into it. But then when I started working at Batches is when I like was like, okay, I have to watch like all the Housewife franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, every Bachelor spinoff, every like anything you name, I'm like, yes, I'll watch it. Anything on TLC, even mm-hmm. give it to me. Like people are like, have you seen this new amazing <laughs> I didn't actually, because there was new episodes of The Real Housewives of Potomac. So, yeah, it's a journey that I hope keeps growing. And if if they make a reality show, I will watch it. Do you have Do you have one reality show where you're like, okay, I'm hooked on reality? Um, the bat. Well, for The Bachelor, as soon as I watched the first episode, now I'm like hooked. I need to know everyone's life story. Everything. Um. And probably like the oldest of the housewives that have been on for like 14 years. I'm like, I just got to, I, I feel like I've watched their children grow up. You're in too deep now. You're like, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. literally though on housewives, I'm like when real housewives in New Jersey started, like Teresa's oldest kid was like seven. And now she's like 20 years old. Yeah. And- yeah. She was so small and, and now she's so big. She's going on like dates and like posting about those, her nose like, job and like, and stuff like that. yeah. And these gen, like, they're what? so... You're still 12. And she posted about her nose job in a way that I was like, that is so amazing. She's like, yeah, I got a nose job because I wanted one and it looks better now. Leave me alone. And I'm like, what a little idea. We love that. She's learning from her mother. <laughs> I didn't really start. I didn't start, like, literally any pop culture stuff, honestly, until I started work. Like, I mean, I, like, I knew what was going on, but I didn't really watch reality TV or anything. Um, and then, uh, I started working at Betches and then they were all like Vanderpump rules. And I was like, what's that? And then like, we had, uh, we had all these people that were like doing stuff on our podcast. And I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. And then I was like, okay, so I have to start watching. I didn't even start watching the bachelor until I got to Betches and like, I watched Ben Higgins season was my first one, but I watched it after the fact. That was because, my first season too. Right. And so it just ended and I knew JoJo's was getting ready to start. So I was like, well, I want to get to know, like, I want to know about her. So I watched his season, like on some like really sketchy streaming site that probably gave my computer like viruses. And, um, <laughs> and I watched like the whole thing. So I'd be ready. And now here we are hosting this podcast. <laughs> I, spent, I spent during quarantine, I spent $36 for a full season of 90 Day Fiance on Amazon because I couldn't oh. find it anywhere. They kept on like freezing and I was like, fuck this. I'm paying $36 to watch a spinoff of 90 Day Fiance. No. So that's where we're that at. That is terrible. Wait, you guys, it's, it's part of your job to like spill the tea. So I really want to know what was the best headline you saw in quarantine or was the best thing that you found in quarantine? Oh, um, you guys have like the best. It's first of all, it's okay. Well, obviously, like comical and it's relatable. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we can't get too into it, but like there was so much bachelor tea the whole time in quarantine <laughs> that we were like having crazy texting yes. about everything. It like kept us alive. That was like, the craziest. <laughs> it kept you. Alive. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's true. That was pretty crazy. I'm trying to think. What else? I think um, I think watching TikTok take off was one of my favorite things to like experience uh, because like we knew mm-hmm. about TikTok, but it's like oh, it's for kids, blah blah blah, whatever. And then more and more people right. started getting into it, and then seeing all these celebrities on it and seeing celebrities doing stuff mm-hmm. uh, like 
I think that was probably my favorite like pop culture moment of quarantine is is watching this random app get all of these celebrities on it, creating these weird things that you wouldn't see normally. I think, I mean, it's so fun. It's also yeah. really cringy. It was Some wild. people are doing wild stuff. Like Kevin Bacon, there. like cutting mangoes and stuff. <laughs> like there's so many TikToks that I'm like, this is a person that if quarantine never happened, probably never would have found TikTok. But yeah. now we are watching Kevin Bacon whisper while cutting up a mango because his wife is still sleeping. Like, it's like insane oh things like that. <laughs> um, I'm trying, trying to, to think. think. What did you know when did you was there like a moment where you're like, OK, TikTok's for real. It's going to blow up. I think when I, I, still when I was in my own apartment spiraling, <laughs> I was like. I, I think when I when I really like went into TikTok myself personally, um, I was like, oh, yeah, like people should be doing this. Like, I can't believe more people aren't doing this. And then um, like you would then I would start seeing celebrities doing it. I Once you yourself start participating, I mm-hmm. think then it really resonates like when right. well, something is taking off. I was on like a three hour train ride and I got on the train and I like opened TikTok and then literally I was where I was going and I was like, I can't be on TikTok. Literally three hours went by and I had <laughs> no concept of time going. Um, so I'm like, I it's already spent too much time. It's actually crazy how much time, time I, goes by. Yeah. It has like the mm-hmm. longest, um, like for any app, like Instagram and everything, TikTok, TikTok has like the longest like session time and like sessions are uh, how much time you spend on it in one like period, not like getting off and then getting back on, but like staying on it. It has the longest session like record of any app. Yeah. I saw actually really? wow. speaking yeah. of TikTok, I saw um someone made a TikTok of Noah Beck from TikTok and how they like calculated how much money Who is sorry, can we just say how hot he is? Cause honestly <sighs> so it's hot unfortunate and like, that how he's old is what he? is he, like, twelve years old? <laughs> I know that's the problem with TikTok. I gotta stay off because all these guys are so hot, but they're like literally thirteen years old. No, exactly that. I'm like, what? I don't know what I can watch and what I can't. It's too much. I honestly Um, (laughs) can't stop thinking about Noah Beck's overplucked eyebrows. Like that is what I think about at night. Is his eyebrows being just like perfect? I think about how on views alone on TikTok he makes seventeen thousand dollars with no branding deals or anything. I don't even know who he is. Oh, he's he's this really sexy kid. Honey, go look that man up right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so couple questions left. I want to know if you had, what's your favorite TikTok person to follow right now? Oh, I have mine. Favorite person Um, to follow on TikTok. Brittany Broski. She was the kombucha girl, remember? That went really viral. Like the girl that like tried the kombucha and then like made the face. And it went like super I know, and viral. she's like, she, oh my gosh, she's she, like, no, she no, thing. well, you know that yes. that she was like the <laughs> oh that no, girl, no. okay, yeah, well, mm-hmm. her is that really your favorite? <laughs> no, because no, her no. her her TikTok <laughs> is so funny. Like that's the least funny of all of her videos. She does a shit ton of impressions and just like bizarre things, and she has like six or seven million followers, I think, on TikTok now. And she's like something so, crazy. And yeah. I've watched her like. Because the kombucha thing, she was, like, in her parents' apartment. Then they showed her in, like, her whatever town she lived in. She would always be at, like, her town where a train would go by and it would be really loud. And now she lives in, like, a beautiful Los Angeles apartment and stuff. I'm like, this 
woman right. I like watch she's like in videos with Rihanna and stuff I'm like this is <laughs> crazy what? but you have to go look at her TikTok because it's so funny she does um like Love Island recaps but as all the people like doing all of the oh, accents and oh. they're so good I love a good recap. It's, it's I like, very good. Um, okay, I could do that. Her name is, uh, which I've already like DM'd her since I've been out in LA. I was like, we really should be friends because I'm obsessed with you. Her name is Tinks. <laughs> it's like T-I-N-X. And she does like pop culture recaps on her, um, on her TikTok. Tinks. And it is T-I-N-X. And she's so funny. So, so funny. She just sits there with like the green screen and back with like a little mini mic that she holds. And she is so funny. Um, she lives out here in LA and she just like does recap. She's like starting to blow up. And I think she is awesome to watch because she comments on everything, stuff that you didn't even see. And then you're like, oh yeah, it, it, she's great. Before we let you go, I really want to let our listeners know where they can find you guys and keep up with all the wonderful things you are doing. So where can we find y'all? Um, you first. Can find me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram, Fat Carrie B Shaw on Twitter because they don't allow you to have that many characters. Oh, letters. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Before, before, before I have to ask this, Chris, now the Fat Carrie Bradshaw, if she was going to be the Bachelorette, what would your promo look like? Um, I know you've had to think of this. That's so fun. Uh, if she, your mouth just dropped, you were so excited <laughs> about that. You want to be the bachelorette? There's so many options. Honestly, <laughs> probably like, okay, remember the wedding dress she was in at the end of the show when um, Big doesn't show up to the altar and she's like, yeah, 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 with oh, that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would wear that dress, but the promo would be like her on a bus, like in the, in the, um, intro of every episode like her on a bus in that dress but like with a rose mm. oh that's like it, it. Maybe oh, like wow, yeah out of the way of the bus as it's coming i don't know i'm just spitballing and would she have a tagline oh of course she would okay make up the tagline yeah okay okay the tagline <laughs> would be like um uh not uh maybe like Oh my God, on the spot. Um, I'm trying to think of like Sex in the City, but Bachelor. Maybe. Uh, Maybe like. God, this is leaving hard. Paris was worth it or something like that. Or like she's back and she's, she's back and she's eating carbs. Something like that. Like a play on Carissa <laughs> and me. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I love I that. back and she's carbo-loaded. Like. <laughs> I, I love, love that. that. That's a great <laughs> question. Okay, hey, where can our listeners find you? You are needed. Um, I am found literally anywhere. Uh, K York City. Um, that's also my Venmo. <laughs> and, <laughs> if, if you want to Venmo me, and uh, you can also follow Chris and I. <laughs> I know you can follow Chris and I on um, the Bachelor Instagram. It's literally the Bachelor or at Bachelor Pod on Twitter. We're live tweeting and memeing, and we have articles and podcast episodes out every week. So um, you guys can find us on the Bachelor on Instagram. Awesome, we love you guys. You're very funny. Thank you so much for Thank jumping you on guys our podcast. So much. This was such a dream. yes. I know. Thank you for having us. This was great. You guys, how great were they as guests? I thought they were very entertaining and I thought it was so interesting to hear the business end of social media. 
And I really enjoyed hearing their perspective on how they think social media is just going to continue to grow and be effective for us in the future. How do you feel like, do you feel like we're part of that? Because we kind of are, right? We're at the Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think we're even supporters of it. I mean, being active on social media and keeping up with all the influencers and TikTokers, it's just interesting to see how they have built like such a powerhouse and how they still feel like, you know, social media is not going away anytime soon. It's not. Neither are podcasts. And they have a popular podcast and we have a popular podcast. And we're... <laughs> Right? I mean, we're, we're, we're at the beginning, which is very exciting. It's nice and reassuring to know that we're in the right space. I feel like we're, we got in at the right time. And honestly, there's a little, you can only go up from here. So I'm so fucking happy we have them. I absolutely adore them. Before we let you go, we have a couple reminders. Firstly, and most importantly, elections are just around the corner. So please make sure to have everything you need to go out and vote, people. If you need any more information on how to or where to vote, visit rockthevote.org slash warnermedia. Also, People's Choice Awards are just around the corner and voting closes this Friday, October 23rd. So make sure you go out and vote as well for that. The Bachelor has been nominated for two different categories. Voting closes tomorrow. Also, I've been nominated for competition contestant of 2020. So I'm really counting on y'all to go out and vote for me. You guys don't even have to leave your house. Just pull out your phone. <laughs> go to peopleschoiceawards.eonline.com to cast your vote for me. Definitely would appreciate it. I second Hannah. You definitely have to go out and vote in the election. We all have a voice and our voice matters. But also go ahead and vote for The Bachelor and our girl, Hannah Ann. But don't forget to please make sure to follow us on social media at clickbaitbn on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We love to hear from you guys. So keep liking, commenting, DMing us, whatever you want to do to get in contact with us. We love to see it. And last and certainly not least, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Wondery app, or wherever you're listening to it right now. 